Veterans Trestle Board, a show about discussing the trends and views of today's Masons and those of yesteryears. Here's your host and fellow brother from Bethany Lodge, 821 in Black River, New York, Brother Angel. The Simple Truth of Enough. Hello, my brothers, and welcome to another episode of Hiram's Trestle Board. I wanted to start off by saying this episode may sound a little rough. I recently have gotten ill and am still trying to fully recover, while at the same time I did not want to continue putting this episode off any longer. As we all know, these past few years have been rough on us all. But as we all have had so much time in our hands, I began listening and observing things, both in life as well as things around me. I began listing a lot of these issues down and did some side work. I came across that both seem to affect us in our daily life as well as in our Masonic one. I concluded that we sometimes need to point out the obvious that we need to direct people's attention to the things that seem as if they are becoming part of our everyday norm. Please enjoy the episode. I don't do these things to be negative, but rather to open your mind as a listener and give you something to think about. In this episode, we bring you to one of the deepest personal questions one can ask oneself. When is it just too much and when is enough just plain old fashioned enough? We first take a look at what happens when we complete our first three degrees. We're approached by many brothers and congratulated to fraternity. We're welcomed with open arms and open hearts. And yet there's another open we will get to in a moment. Brothers look to us with enlightenment and we are newly raised brothers that feel accomplished and fulfilled in our own special way. We made it. We completed the beginning of our journey, and now we look to what's next. The magic question, what comes next? We are told by some brothers that there are other roles which we can continue our journey. Some say there's a left side or right side. Some will introduce different areas of approach, and some will just tell us as newly raised brothers to take our time and consider the different ways that we want to continue our journey. We are told of so many appendant bodies, the Scottish Rite, the York Rite, the Shriners. In some areas, as in New York, you have the Masonic War Veterans. You also have the Grand College of Rites and many more that aren't normally mentioned. These bodies are all unique and special and one can never take away from them. These bodies bring brotherhood to another meaning and give a side understanding of what parts of Masonry are about. I myself support and am a 32nd degree Mason in the Scottish Rite, enjoying the journey in which I have taken thus far. They have given me a better understanding of what being a better man is through their display of the many different degrees. Though it pains me in a Masonic sense having to focus more on my duty and responsibilities to family, I won't be joining my Scottish Rite brethren for the time being until I can find the time from work to do so. But that's neither here nor there. The time I have spent with the brothers has been f- fruitful and fulfilling. 
but I had to make a decision, go back to work and buy the things needed for a comfortable way of life or enlighten myself to the craft, but in the process, neglect those around me. In the end, that would not lead me to be a better man. Instead, it would show me at the least that I am a selfish man. That doesn't mean I have fully parted ways. I'm still paying my dues and when time is found, I join them for dinners and brunches to support the right. I am still young to the craft. I am sure some would say that I have much to learn and that I have barely touched the surface. I am well aware that in time I will gain much insight and knowledge of the craft and its history. There are many words I can hear others mention that still elude me from time to time and though I think I know the meaning, I still can't remember its definition. I am also aware that you cannot learn everything unless you have the time to reach out to everything. This also means joining different bodies to receive different points of interest and views. But again, where do you find the time? In 2015, I retired from the service and decided this was the end of the road for me. I wanted to find a comfortable zone and just to be free from any obligations, away from any deeds that required any mental or manual labor. I just wanted to be left alone, period to spend time with family and friends, find other more interesting approaches to life that did not require me doing much. Yes, I wanted to be a bum. But as we tend to see these things in certain ways, sometimes what we see and what we get don't seem to jive properly. With that being said, I felt empty and unfulfilled. I searched for a part-time job that grew into a full-time job. I searched for something that would fulfill that camaraderie and friendship and found my Masonic Lodge. I was in a place that felt balanced and yet still felt as if something was missing. I left work, quit, and spent more time with family. But then I realized that family members needed more, so they all went to work and again I was left alone at home. I joined the Scottish Rite and filled that void and once again felt balanced. I went to school to continue my education, growing my mind as well as my spirit in many different ways. But in the end, I realized that work is something we need in order to get the things we want in life. And at the very moment, a question started to brew. When is enough just enough? When do we find the time to balance our lives without obtaining too much or giving too much? When do we find that balance and put ourselves in a comfortable place where we finally feel like we have inner peace, where we find that moment of Zen? You see, human nature can be nasty and cruel at times. It can demand a lot of them for self-indulgence and yet never feel satisfied. It could ask and ask and ask again and never feel fulfilled, like a black bottomless pit, like a darkness, swallowing the light and never giving back, a true devourer of the human soul, never letting one feel an, any type of enlightenment. The facts are we always see the grass as being green on the other side. So long as we feel this way, and we do not break that cycle, we will be caught in an endless pattern of what ifs, past decisions, one wishes to have changed. When is enough just enough? Balance takes time. Why do older people seem more at peace while the younger generation seem to be in such a rush? Why do people who live in the city get bored with city life, yet those who live in a small community find the city so fascinating? Because when you don't have anything, you enjoy those some things in life more than if you have it all. I'll give you an example. Have you ever found yourself in a restaurant? You order a meal that you've never had before and you think, wow, this is the best dish I've had in ages. 
So you go a couple of days later and expect the same dish to wow you and it doesn't. You think of it as a fluke. So a week later, you order the same dish at the same restaurant. Still, it doesn't have that wow factor and you get upset with the restaurant. You see businesses and businessmen go through the same ordeal. You see it with wealthy people. You experience it constantly and don't realize it. When is enough just enough? Why do wealthy people continue to make money? You ask yourself, he's a billionaire. What does he need more money for? Well, why do they need more money? To buy the things to fill the void? What void? What void could that be? Ask yourself. Some of you may be thinking, is this a Masonic lecture or is he just rambling boys and money? I'll get to the point in a moment. First, my example on why we need more. We need a job that pays 30 a year. We are content. We live a carefree life and we do what we please. We meet someone, we fall in love, we marry. We decide to buy a home so we both maintain jobs. My 30K, my loved one's 30K, it's enough to pay for the mortgage and utilities. We realize that we want to have a family, but to do that, we need to prepare for the future. Our 38K just won't cut the mustard. We upgrade, we find better jobs. We both now have 50K jobs. This is good for a few years and we're content. The young ones come and now one of us decides to raise the family while the other works for X amount of time. The combined efforts of 50K a year was good, giving us an income of 100,000. But now that one of us has to step down, the other needs to step up. Now one member is making 90K while one raises a family. We hit a moment where we have to balance our finances in our lives. Time passes and the family raiser decides to go back to their old job making 50K a year. Now we are all living at 140K a year from a 30K single life to married we notice that in order to live a good life, we need to expand ourselves and work and income in, in order to live a good life. The same applies to all humans. The more we make, the more we spend. Sometimes we hit ruts that put us in a spiral, but eventually we live above what we should. Of course, this tends to happen in America more than other nations, but for the most part, it's how we are. Now, we get to the true nature of our topic. When is enough just enough? We discuss always looking to fill the voids in our soul, mind, and heart. We also discuss how money seems to always not be enough and that our desire to have more outweighs the ability to eat to earn more. And though this may seem rude and cruel, topics of this nature must be brought to light. When is looking for constant approval enough? In the beginning, I mentioned dependent bodies. We join them to be part of the craft in many ways. I see and listen to many brothers, podcasters, YouTubers who belong to so many different bodies. And I have to ask, when is enough just enough? When do you find the time for yourself? Now, don't get me wrong. If you have the time, then by all means, fulfill your heart's desire. But I am curious. How do you find the time? How do you find the time to support yourself, your family, your Blue Lodge, and X number of different bodies? If you are retired and support the craft, I can understand your amount of free time. But most brothers are not retired. So again, I ask, how? I work, support my family, and support the Lodge the best I can. I also try to find time for myself and my own enlightenment. This is my current balance. If there is a confusion in my balance, I am thrown in a spiral motion, and it takes me time to recover. 
the little time I spare I have for my podcast, which currently isn't much time. Currently, my Blue Lodge suffers from lack of support. Yet I look and listen to so many that talk and discuss about the appendant bodies. And I have to ask myself, when did it become okay to support a structure from above and not from below? If we don't support the first degree, how can we move to the second degree? Without the first and second degree, how can we call ourselves Master Masons? If we don't support and give our blue large undivided attention, how can we call ourselves Master Masons to include titles from other bodies? Without the blue lodge, we would never have gotten attached to other bodies. How many lodges across the country are in shambles while appendant bodies receive the support of those Masons? Now, don't get me wrong. As I explained, I am the 32nd in the Scottish Rite and I am proud to be a 32nd, but I balance myself in the following ways. 50% of my time is devoted to family, 25% to my job, 15% to myself, 5% to my hobbies, and 5% to Freemasonry. Yes, Freemasonry gets 5% because with Mike's work schedule, that's all I can afford to currently give. 5% is about 36 hours a month in total. That, I would have to say, my brothers, is more than many give, if you think about it. But when is enough just enough? When I came into the craft, I was taught about my cable toe. Now I ask how many out there are actually living by their cable toes. I was taught about the 24 inch gauge. And again, I ask who out there are living by the 24 inch gauge? Who are on the level when they say they are and who aren't? If you are putting in so much attention to appendant bodies, are you just doing it for the recognition or for the craft? Are you someone who wants titles over tooth or tooth over titles? I have mentioned several times that I am a 32nd, but notice I never mentioned I was a sublime prince of the royal secret. Not because of, but rather because I know who I am. When the Blue Lodge needs me to support, I look at my schedule and attempt to do what I can if I am available that day. I first make sure that it does not interfere with two things, my duty to family and my obligations to work. Is it enough when we claim to support the very foundation that brought us to light with just words, but always flaunting and taking actions in other areas? Again, I want to make it clear that we should support all aspects of masonry and we should never cut any short. Now think of a pyramid. The tip of the pyramid has a sharp point. The base has a large wide structure that supports the rest of the pyramid. We start our ascension from the base, which is and should always be your blue lodge. The base, as mentioned, is wide, four points that are evenly made to ensure that the structure supports everything about it. Each point is just as important as the other three. Let's look at the points and build our analysis. One point is being our 24 inch gauge, one point being our brotherhood, one point being the support of our family and the final that of our education. Education teaches us what we need. As you climb up, the points become closer together, still evenly placed until you reach the top. Your end goal is at the top, the very tip that unifies the four points into one. This is how masonry should be done. Each point balanced evenly, slowly coming together to one point in our lives. Now imagine if we flipped that pyramid and attempted to just balance our lives based off of the tip. The reverse pyramid is what many of us do trying to balance all the bodies while neglecting the true base that should be that of the Blue Lodge. We shorten and chip away at our base for everything else. This makes the Blue Lodge a sharp point 
And then we wonder why pyramids continue to topple over. Some who are born in a world of excuses and sarcasm will try to say they don't have a pyramid, or rather a diamond. While even diamonds fall if they are not in perfect setting and no one lives in a perfect world, which makes me smashing your sarcasm back into your dream world. So wake up. Balance is the most important thing in our lives. Without balance, there will only be chaos. There will be complete disarray and no one wants that in their lives. When we focus so much attention on our status or status quo, we tend to forget that as Masons, we are all but doing the right thing. We are putting more importance to our social standing, and this is completely wrong. If we are doing it for the glory of ourselves and for titles, are we truly walking on the level? Are we truly meeting and holding each brother to one standard, or are we just fooling ourselves? Sometimes we don't know what we are tasting until the taste has been slapped out of our mouths. And the reality is that whether we like it or not, we need the truth to be presented. We need someone to guide us. This is why we are and will always be surrounded by brothers. We fight, we disagree, we need, we guide, we lean on each other when we need it the most and we help each other when the reverse is said. We are brothers. If we cannot support each other, then I ask, why are you here? If you're only here for the glory, then maybe you should invest your time in a place where you would be best fitted, like a video game. Some want to level up while others just love to spend time and work together. The reverse pyramid will never be balanced. At one point, it will always tip. It can't be. Not with a world that is always turning. Gravity will always tip such items because the world is always evolving as it is revolving. When is enough just clean out enough? Supporting the base, the lodge, staying within our cable toe, and reminding ourselves and our brothers that we need to always be on the level, making it true masonry. Conducting ourselves in the complete opposite is not the Masonic way, and in fact, calls to question why so many William Morgans begin to emerge within the craft. Balancing our lives, balancing our appendant bodies, and balancing our surroundings are key to our future, but keeping in mind that we should never forget our roots and overall never forget our priorities. If we should ever neglect our base, our mother lodge, our starting point, then we should never continue to be Masons. Because breaking the base of our foundation means never having a solid foundation to begin with. So I ask you all, when is enough just enough? Is it when we come to fruit? Is it when we feel fulfilled? Is it when we are no longer in need of anything or anyone? The truth is, we will know when we are truly happy and feeling truly blessed while maintaining a balance. Then, and only then, will we realize that what we needed wasn't what we assumed, but the need of enough was there all the while. Thank you. Remember that Hiram's Trestle Board is not affiliated with any lodge or grand lodge and the opinions of his host and guests are simply opinions in no way connected to any lodge or grand lodge. I thank you for listening to Hiram's Trestle Board and look forward to your visit soon.